We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to Ducks Digest. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. If you're not already, go ahead and shoot me a follow on Twitter at mtorresports, and you can find more Oregon content at si.com slash college slash Oregon. With that out of the way, let's get into what you came here for. Fall camp is underway in Eugene. Oregon Ducks 2021 football is in the, it's just, it's going. I was going to say in the air, but it didn't feel right, but we're rolling right with it. So thanks for tuning in and let's hop right into it. So lots of big storylines to, to take away from today's action. I'm going to try to just hit on some of the, the big ones that stood out to me. Uh, inevitably, I won't be able to cover everything. So, um, you know, that's exactly why we write more stories as well. So um, you can find more uh, at Ducks Digest. You already know. So biggest story I want to hop into here off the top is the Jamal Hill and DJ James news. Uh, Mario Cristobal uh, addressing the media after fall camp. Uh, today on Friday, uh, saying that the two defensive backs have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, They were not at practice. Uh, This, of course, coming on uh, the heels of a report that came from the Eugene Police Department that said that the two were um, shooting people with uh, airsoft guns um, from a vehicle. So, you know, don't need to go too much more into detail there. Um, You know, Cristobal only had that statement to to release, wasn't answering any questions there, very straightforward. Um, You know, the the football program is still in the process of gathering information there uh, before they decide any any potential punishments, you know, availabilities for the season, what have you. But we finally got a statement on there after that report surfaced earlier this week. Um, If you want more context, you can look at the original story that we have up on the site. But, uh, you know, this, this news is definitely significant, seeing that the Ducks have uh, some pretty big preseason games, or non-conference games, excuse me. Uh, you know, everyone obviously looking at that uh, that week two trip to Columbus, right? That's what everyone wants to, to talk about. Um, and so let's just get into kind of the implications here, you know, maybe what the depth chart is looking like a little bit behind those two. At safety, we have Jeffrey Bossa. He's a, a big-time freshman that uh, I saw him for the first time in person at practice today, and that dude just looks huge. You know, straight up does not look like a, a freshman defensive back. So, um, you know, especially with his athleticism and speed, he has a track background as well, if, if I remember that correctly from talking to him before he got here. Uh, he's a name to keep an eye on. And then Bennett Williams, you know, he's a JUCO guy. 
uh, comes to Oregon with, uh, you know, obviously that experience. He was a, a freshman All-American when he was uh, in the Big Ten at Illinois. So uh, definitely some some names to watch there. You also have Steve Stevens, who has been, uh, you know, talked up a lot throughout the offseason uh, as well at safety. Um, let me see here. I'm going to get my, my roster up so that I can... You know, just have that to look at as we're going through here. But those are some of the big names that, uh, that you know, kind of stick out uh, at safety. You also have freshman Damon David, uh, really hard-hitting safety from uh, Maryland. And uh, let's see, what other names do we got here to, to keep an eye on? I'm scrolling through here. JJ, uh, JJ Greenfield, you know, he's a guy who has you know, really made a name for himself as a, a hard hitter on special teams, but maybe... Maybe uh, he's a guy to to keep an eye on moving forward at uh, the safety position. And, and Jordan Happel, you know, he's a guy who um, had a ton of plays last season, uh, got a lot of snaps, and he had that big, uh, you know, pick six against UCLA uh, in that game. Uh, that was a, a crazy game. If you remember, I believe it was 38-35. Ducks came, coming away with a win there. So, uh, you know, that those are kind of some of the names we're looking at. Safety, if you kind of just want to, you know, uh, look ahead a little bit here into the situation. You know, I don't want to speculate too much, but uh, you know, if if Hill were to to miss uh, any kind of time, that's uh, some of the names to watch. And then let's shift over to cornerback, where uh, I believe that the Ducks are in a bit of a better sh- are in a bitter. Oh my gosh, words are hard, people. Hang 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 in there with me. Uh, let's shift over to cornerback, where I believe the Ducks are in a bit better shape. That's a tongue twister. Give it a try. Um, but yeah, so some of the other names to, to keep an eye on here at, at cornerback, um, we have guys like Dante Manning. He's a freshman. He, he's a former five-star, came in with a lot of high expectations. Uh, Triquez Bridges, uh, he, he came to Oregon as a safety. Um, I believe he either tied or set the state interception record in the state of Alabama. So that's another big name from the, the South coming to play as college football in Eugene. Uh, and you also have Avante Dickerson. Jalen Davies uh, and Darren Barkins. Those are all three guys that uh, Oregon signed in the class of 2021. Uh, Avante Dickerson was a, a pretty late signing, but he was definitely a really big name that was uh, good for the Ducks to close out this class with, right? And then you have Jalen Davies. This is one of the guys that comes from that Southern California footprint. Um, and, you know, he comes from modern day. He has. Uh, you know, just a, a really good recruiting acumen that comes along with him. And the fact that he's an early enrollee gives you a little bit more confidence in, in him maybe being ready. He looked good at the spring game where Mannion wasn't playing, if I remember correctly. So Davies had to step up a little bit there, and I think he looked really good. And then Darren Barkins is a guy that I think kind of flew under the radar as a recruit and as a commit. I talked to him. He's a, a When he committed, he's a really soft-spoken guy. But, man, does that guy have some wheels. And, uh, you know, when you're going up against one of the best receiving cores in the country – with Ohio State and you know, all the the you know awesome passing attacks that you'll face in the Pac-12, it is really important to have some speed. So uh, those are the those are the rest of the scholarship guys that Oregon has on the roster, uh, you know, to turn to at cornerback. Uh, so that was the biggest uh, you know story kind of coming out of today. So I want to transition right along here and talk about the uh, you know the injury updates. How healthy are the Ducks? Uh, when we were at Oregon Football Media Day. Cristobal said that he was feeling pretty healthy about his team heading into fall camp, and uh, you know that was reflected in what we saw today. Um, you know, Sean Dollars didn't practice. Um, you know, he's he's working back from that significant leg injury. I don't think we ever got too much more detail as far as specifics there, um, but he wasn't at practice. But we did see him, uh, you know, walking around the facilities um, outside of uh, practice when we were waiting for 
uh, Coach Cristobal to talk to him. So, you know, he had a smile on his face. Spirit seemed high, um, but we saw him walking around. Uh, and then another guy that we, we did hear about uh, at Oregon Football Media Day was defensive lineman Jalen Smith. He was re- doing some rehab uh, to, with his, his injury uh, on the, the side of the practice fields. And then we also saw offensive lineman Jonah Miller doing some some work with the uh, the training staff. And then we also saw Jalen Red, who, uh, you know, he's a veteran wide receiver. Um, you know, I saw him going through some some movements. And, and when I saw him a little bit closer following practice, he had uh, some KT tape, it looked like, on the back of one of his legs. Um, so hopefully that'll maybe, you know, paint the picture a little bit for as far as whatever this is. Um, I don't believe it's anything major. He was moving along pretty well. That's definitely a name that the Ducks want to get back in their receiving corp. And then, you know, here are some of the positives. We have uh, Jalen hope oh, sorry not Jalen Red I, I missed up on my list there we had Justin Flo uh you know he he played in the spring game so this one isn't really too much of a big update but he was moving around really well um and you know just a note he he did have a knee brace on um so that's probably just more of a precautionary thing than uh, anything serious there and then Trey Benson was also back right you know this is this is pretty big um, albeit it wasn't a hundred percent. He, he didn't look like he was as mobile as maybe he should have been, but he was out there, um, at the HDC, he had a, a, a knee brace on and, uh, you know, just, he's going to be a big name for the ducks to have, uh, in the running back room, especially since, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you'd hate for it to happen, but it's, it's not too unlikely that, uh, you know, maybe CJ Verdell or, or Travis Dye gets nicked up at some point during the season. Just want to have more bodies ready to go. All right, the next thing I want to talk about here on the pod, uh, you know, we got to talk to Mario after uh, spring, I almost said spring practice, we got to talk to Mario after practice, and, and you know, I got to ask him one of my questions, and I asked him about, you know, coach, you know, you had a lot of, a lot of early enrollees in this 2021 class, I believe it was 13, in fact, I think Jonah Miller came in in the spring, so I guess that would make it 14, but 13 guys in the winter, and I kind of just asked him what the benefits kind of come what benefits come with that and how has that helped him get to the depth that he wants to to work towards for this upcoming year you know he said the the winter conditioning is great you know the spring practice is great you get to go through the spring game but you also have two quarters of school right you know that's definitely a a big part and I think that's a reason why we see a lot of these guys they come in and they get their degree so quickly because they come to school uh, early I almost said fast they come to school early they get in the, into the system, they get into the swing of things, and, and it just really helps with that transition, I think. And kind of along with that, two guys that he singled out um, as you know benefiting from the early enrollee process was Troy Franklin, Dante Thornton, uh, two big-time wide receivers, two of the highest-rated uh, wideouts that, that the Ducks have signed uh, throughout the history of the program. They came in, and they are just, you know, they looked like studs, right? You know, I saw them at the spring game, and Franklin was making diving catches and 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 reeling in. Uh, you know, he had that one that was almost a touchdown. I believe Thornton had a touchdown and he made a made a play after the catch, which is just an aspect of his offense that I think that uh, we just haven't seen for for quite some time now. So I think that's uh, going to be a huge dynamic. There are obviously some big names to watch for this season. Just to touch on the wide receiver room, you know, we got guys like Micah Pittman, Devin Williams. Jalen Red talked a little bit about him earlier, and then Isaiah Brevard. This is this is the third All American that uh, that the Ducks signed in this 2021 class, and I, I hope people don't forget about him because I think he he's going to be a name to know. Uh, he, you know, I was looking at the the guys out there on the field today, and I was you know kind of saying to myself, "Who's this number 15?" Like, oh wow, he's huge, and that was Brevard. So they just got all kinds of size and, and different skill sets that they're adding 
to the offense in this 2021 haul, and and it's just gonna be it's gonna be something special, I think. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to talk about with Thornton and uh, Franklin. You know, I got to talk to Franklin at uh, Oregon Football Media Day, and you know, he was just talking about you know I want to help the team however I can. You know, I'm just you know doing my thing and keeping my head down. You know, pretty pretty typical stuff. Um, but you know, he he doesn't have you know too much of an ego or anything. Um, and you know, I think that it's a, another ringing endorsement of the the culture that Cristobal has has built is that he's bringing in guys that you know aren't all about themselves and and they're they're ready to help the team in whatever way that they can. So um, I think that's all I had to say about uh, about the wide receivers. Let's uh, transition on here. Uh, one of the guys that uh, Crystal Ball talked about today was Popo Amavai. This is a, a big defensive lineman that uh, came to Oregon in the, the 2017 class, but we haven't heard from him you know, too much since, since he's been a duck. And uh, I think that what's cool to talk about with, with him is the fact that you know the Ducks? I think they're really getting that depth that they want on along the offensive line. You know, tons and tons of big bodies that you can, you know, realistically rotate in pretty freely. But I don't think the depth is quite caught up along the defensive line just yet. So it's uh, it's pretty big for the the Ducks to get some big names coming along here that that are really developing. And Cristobal had a ton to say about him. You know, this is a guy that that uh, was in quarantine. You know, and at times in the past year and and he lost 20 pounds but you know he uh, he's looking good again uh we saw him out there at practice and crystal ball said that he's looking to get him in the the 305 to 307 range as far as his weight you know everyone's kind of got a, a target weight an ideal weight where they play their best and that's where the staff wants to get him is the 305 307 range but uh you know crystal ball was also pretty straight up about it he's you know he was realistic in saying that there's a lot of uh, expectations and he says you know I'm, I'm gonna push him as hard as humanly possible because he deserves that and he said you know as a coach i feel like that's the ultimate form of respect which is just really cool to to hear um you know obviously he's not going to do anything too crazy when it comes to pushing him but just to know that your coach it wants to get the best out of you and, and i really feel like that goes for every player on this team after covering uh covering the ducks for for a number of years now, but this is one of the quotations that he had about Amavai that uh, really stood out to me from today, uh, first day of fall camp. This is from Cristobal. Our team needs to, our team needs him to be a big time player, and he has those capabilities, and he's flashed it before. I want to see it consistently, and he's done a great job this off season, and we expect him to do a great job this year. And I think that they're looking for someone to go next to Brandon Dorless, right? You know, Dorless is, is obviously a name to watch. He, he really kind of bursted onto the scene uh, last season, but they, they need another body, and I think Amavai is, is going to be that guy for them. Let me, uh, let me see if I can pull up some stats for, for last year to uh, maybe give this a little bit more context um, and kind of seeing uh, where Popo is coming at us from. All right, here, let's see if my stats can load. So 2020, appeared in five games, four solo tackles, six assisted tackles, 10 total tackles. So not not anything too crazy, but in 2019, you know, when the Ducks just had that absolutely dominant defense, he had 15 total tackles in 13 games, five tackles for loss, and three and a half sacks. So he's, you know, he's showing that he's uh, got the ability to get after the, uh, after the quarterback as well there. 
So as the Ducks are working to get past, back excuse me, to this 2019 defense, a lot of that's going to start in the trenches, and that shouldn't really come as any surprise. Cristobal has made, made it no secret how much he's prioritizing you know, building out the trenches, whether it be with his current roster or on the recruiting trail, bringing in those big bodies. Obviously, you see that with the incredible haul of offensive line talent in the fold for the class of 2022. So wanted to bring up Popo because you know he's a guy that we haven't heard about too much, and, and Cristobal wasn't shying away from giving him tons of praise today after practice. And then uh, kind of the last topic that I have here on, uh, on my sheet for today, um, let's see if anything else comes to mind. Was uh, some of the young edge rushers, you know, linebacker hybrids that uh, came to Eugene in this 2021 class. We're talking about guys like Brandon Buckner from Arizona, Jabril McNeil. He's out there from one of the Carolinas. Terrell Tillman, the, the only guy from Texas, I believe, in this 2021 class. And then the other flow, Jonathan Flow, the younger Flow brother. Uh, we got to see him line up uh, next to Justin today. So that was kind of a cool sight, just seeing two brothers line up next to each other. But, you know, Cristobal was pretty straightforward, just saying that this is a work in progress. Obviously, they, they haven't been here too long. They just got here in June, I believe. Um, so he was saying, you know, these guys are going to be all over the place. And, and it's going to take some time for us to kind of find out where these guys fit best uh, in their in their defense. You know, he added that they also are going to have some, some pretty good value on special teams as well, which I think is really, uh, you know, an aspect of the game that is overlooked now. Uh, especially because it's not super glamorous. But, I mean, I don't think that the Ducks have had the, the strongest of special teams units uh, and last certainly not last season. So just because we're not seeing some of these, you know, amazing recruits start on defense or offense, what have you, it doesn't mean they're not going to impact this team, right? You know, Mario's not going to overlook a single detail. And I think a big part of that is going to be getting guys on the field to help however they can. So uh, they're going to be all over the place, but um, we did get a little bit of direction um, as far as Buckner, Tillman, and McNeil go. Cristobal called them natural outside guys, and then McNeil's a guy with inside capability, and then Flo being a natural inside guy as well. But you know, Buckner, I think I've said it a number of times if you if you've been listening to me on podcasts for a bit, but I think he's a he's probably my biggest sleeper in the, this 2021 signing class. You know, if you don't know his story, his, his dad's an NFL defensive line coach. So he's literally getting coached up by the best by guys at the highest level and has been for a number of years. Um, I think he set a, an Arizona sack record, an Arizona state sack record. Um, he got to go against guys like uh, Jonah Miller uh, while he was in high school. And uh, Crystal Ball said he's a guy who just has violent hands and, and he's super excited about him. I think part of the reason that he maybe doesn't get as much hype is because he's a little bit of a, a smaller build for someone to <clears throat> excuse me for someone to come off the edge. I believe he's only six one, yeah six one. So um, that's uh you know it's it's not something to I don't think it's something to fixate on certainly right now. You know he's gonna have some time to to um you know put some weight on, but you know it. I just think it's worth mentioning that. Some of these guys, like they don't, they're not in the position where they have, like the defense needs them, like DeRuiter or Cristobal needs them to, to play significant um, reps this year. But, um, you know, it's someone who already has such a strong foundation. And then when you merge that with the, you know, crazy, crazy talent that is already at Oregon to, you know, show them the ropes. And then the awesome coaches that Cristobal has brought in, be it Jimmy Brombard or Nick Toth. You know, guys that Mario has brought on recently this season. I think it's just uh, 
it's going to be a perfect marriage. You know, I'm not saying these guys are going to, I'm not calling my shots and they're going to be all Americans by any means, but things are really just falling into place, I feel like. And, you know, Mario said that we feel like this is going to be our most competitive fall camp yet since I've been coach, more or less is what he said, because he feels like the talent acquisition and the player development have, you know, really taken off and, and kind of gotten where we wanted it to be. And obviously we've seen that um, in the with the results of the 2021 NFL draft. Right, you know, Ducks had a bunch of defensive backs taken. Pinay Sewell went to uh, the Lions at number seven, and Holland went to the Dolphins at 36. So, it's a. Uh, I think that's been one of the biggest observations for me. Just to kind of go off track here. Um, you know, kind of free free styling has just been the 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 pattern of watching the recruiting come in, right? And then you know the the Pac-12 championships come, the big bowl wins like the Rose Bowl, those come, and then now we're seeing the NFL development come. And it's just a sign that the, the program is certainly headed in the right way. Um, you know, it shows you how, how long of a process it really is. You know, re- recruiting never stops, and you have to be attacking as relentlessly as uh, Cristobal and his staff are if you want to elevate the standard, if you want to push into bigger games, if you want to be able to compete with the Ohio States or the Alabamas and, and get back to the college football playoff, right? That's ultimately the goal here. Is, is getting back to that and getting the program its first national championship. Uh, let's see, what do we? What else do we have here? Uh, we do have fall camp tomorrow. I'm getting my little handy-dandy schedule in front of me. Um, so tomorrow we have fall camp practice number two. That's Saturday. Depends on when I get this posted out there, but we're going to be hearing from Coach Moorhead and Coach Teruder based off the communication that we've had from the Oregon Athletic Department. So stay tuned to, uh, to hear from both of them. Um, Let's see if I had any other any other topics to, to hit on here before we get out uh, of this pod. Um, let me see here. I think that's pretty much all I had for today. Uh, you know, um, as far as quarterbacks go, you know, Anthony Brown's still been, uh, you know, he's the number one guy. I, I really don't feel like uh, there's much that needs to be said there. I'd be incredibly shocked if he wasn't the the starting quarterback when the season comes and and now it kind of just becomes the you know we got to watch all the guys behind him right we got to see how the Ty Thompson's the Robbie Ashford's the Jay Butterfield how they how they all develop um it's certainly going to be a fun process to watch you know uh, Thompson is is in great shape and he's he's quick he's got a rocket of an arm um, you know, he's quick to process. I think he grew a lot just between the, the spring practice that I saw and then the spring game when he got some live reps. Uh, he's going to be a guy to, to watch here for Oregon, whether it be coming in this year or maybe being ready in 2022 when the time comes. And, and Robbie Ashford, I mean, that guy is just shredded and he's a, an awesome athlete. He can really make plays with his feet when he needs to. And, uh, you know, obviously since he's a dual sport guy, I think that just makes the appeal even greater for, uh, kind of the possibilities with him and uh you know jay butterfield i got to talk to him a little bit at me excuse me at uh media day and you know he he's his skill set's a little bit different from the rest of the quarterbacks you know he's not necessarily as mobile he can get some yards when he needs to here and there but he's not gonna you know go take off for some crazy gains he's gonna be that guy that sits back in the pocket and, and looks for the receiver but wanted to throw in that quarterback update because everybody always wants to hear about the quarterbacks right um, you know, before I get out of here, just wanted to uh, just let you know where you can find more of me and my work. You can follow me on Twitter at mtorissports. Uh, I got my uh, my little black polo shirt on and my bucket hat. So if you see that picture, then you know that it's me. 
You can also follow the rest of my team, Dylan Rubin King, Reed Tingley, and Nick Batty. Uh, he's a, a guy that uh, just joined me today covering uh, his first practice, but he's going to be a big guy for us uh, helping out with team coverage. So shoot all those guys a follow. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Max Taurus, and you can find me on Facebook, also Max Taurus, and find Ducks Digest on Facebook at Max Taurus. And we're also on Instagram. I took my camera out to practice today, so I'm looking to get some cool photos out there. Um, let me double check the Instagram for that, and then we'll hop on out of here. Let's see, I'm pretty sure it's just Ducks Digest. Um, yep, Ducks Digest on Instagram as well, so working on getting that going. Um, we're just trying to make some big moves here, um, adding to the team, getting the coverage, uh, you know, boosted up and trying to put out a, a high quality product. So uh, that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Fall camp is underway in Eugene. Thanks so much. Take care. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.